Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we mentioned a couple of things concerning hindrances to prayer, uh, personal prayer, and even, uh, uh, we'll call it uh, group or public prayer. There can be hindrances. The biggest key is going to be the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer and guiding them and leading them to the type of prayer that is needed at the moment. Not only the type of prayer, but the how and the what to pray for. So this becomes a very very vital issue in our lives because many of our prayers are actually stemming and rooted from not the Spirit of God in our lives, but from our emotional and psychological state of being. In other words, the condition that we're in at that moment is most likely what is going to direct and pro- and prevail as the type of prayer that we pray. If we're under a lot of pressure, we're under a lot of uh, uh, things that are, are just absolutely coming upon us, many times our emotional state of being and even our physical state of being can be drained and can be tired. It can be weary and our our, our prayers are not fully uh, uh, glued together, if I could use that word. So learning to and understanding why it is important to listen, listening, with our spiritual ears to the spirit of the living God is important. There was a time in Jesus' life when he would say a very brief prayer. Uh, Father, I thank thee, uh, you know, that you've opened the eyes of these and, and you know, you've closed the eyes of the others or a simple little prayer of some sort and, and he blessed the bread. But it, his, his private prayer, his, his life of prayer, was one that was hidden from public view. It was one where only, uh, let's say, John and, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Peter and James, maybe on occasion were part of or were there to witness a little bit. Uh, when he was in the garden praying, he even uh, was away from them just a stone's throw uh, where he could still be alone. But yet when he came back to find them, they were they were asleep. They couldn't stay awake for even one hour to pray. But it wasn't the length of time. It was the having the endurance, having the ability to withstand what one is going through and be able to lift up your voice against any and all the forces of the enemy and against what things are coming against us and be able to listen and hear what is it that the Spirit of God is saying to us. And that means we do have to get away. There has to be some type of a space some type of a place, some type of an area where we can quiet our mind and quiet our heart, that it can be at peace uh, 
so that we can be able to hear in the book of uh, uh, Isaiah in chapter 26 the Bible talks about he whose mind is, he whose mind is stayed on him he will keep in perfect peace well if we continue through both Isaiah chapter 26 and 27 and 28 we we begin to see something taking place uh, it says in that day, Mom, I'm sorry, I've got the wrong verse here. Uh, it says in uh, verse number uh, 3, uh, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Now, as we continue to read there, and then we go down to the other uh, chapters, as I had made mention, and let's say we get down to chapter 28 by this time, it's interesting that the, 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 the words that are written by, I, by Isaiah have to do with the Lord teaching us, with the way that he will speak to us. It says... Uh, in, we'll start with verse number 5. In that day shall the Lord of hosts be a crown of glory and for a diatom of beauty unto the residue of his people. For a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment and for strength to him that turneth the battle at the gate. Turning the battle at the gate is the place where prayer must be sought. Turning the battle at the gate is the place where Jesus said, And the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church. It is the church attacking in prayer. It is the church warring in spiritual warfare against the hidden and dark forces of the enemy that come against us in the physical, changing our laws, changing our culture, changing even the very things that our children and families believe in, but it is at the gate. It says, But they have also erred through wine and through strong drink and are out of the way, and the priests and the prophets have erred through drink, and they are swallowed up of wine, and they say, and are out of the way through strong drink and error in vision, and they stumble in judgment. Wine has been identified in the scripture as we can identify it as spirit. Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, excuse me, it was Paul. He said, uh, be not filled with wine, but with the spirit. Uh, meaning wine has, a, 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 or I'll, I'm, I'm going to use the word alcohol, has a way of influencing our judgment and our decision processes and, and the way we make up our mind. But we need to be able to hear God. So we need to be able to, not the spirit of this world, but the spirit of God, be able to listen to. So this is where he begins in Isaiah 28, 9. Whom shall we teach knowledge? And whom shall we make to understand doctrine? 
to them that are drawn or are weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. For with stammering lips, this is verse 11, with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherein ye shall cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing you would not hear. There it is again. Now let's continue reading. And it says in verse 13, But the word of the Lord was unto them, Precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, that they should go and fall backwards and be broken and snared and taken. Wherefore hear ye, this is verse 14, the word of the Lord, you scornful, that rule this people, which uh, is in Jerusalem. It says, because you have made a covenant with death and with hell, we are at agreement when the overflowing scourge shall pass through. It shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under our falsehood have we hid ourselves. Isaiah goes and identifies the people, those that were especially in the positions of leadership. They had trusted and believed in a covenant that they had made with death and with hell. They were believing more in lies and in truth. So even their very words, even their very prayers, even their very prophecies, even their very advice to the people was a lie. And therefore, the confidence that they were going to have was not on something that was solid, not on something that was uh, uh, complete. Our lives are filled with much of that, where we have heard many things said. Well, and if we believe them, then those things that are contrary to the Word of God, because we didn't pay attention to a line here, a precept there, here a little, there a little. God is, God has, God will, God does speak to us on a very regular basis to make known unto us his will. But our ears have been dull to hearing. They have been uh, basically negligent to his voice. So that when the hard times come, when the pressures and the afflictions and whatever of life uh, hits us, our tendency is to resort back to something that we learned. Well, you know, if it's God's will, he's going to do this. If it's not God's will, it's not going to get done. But that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, pray that the will of God be done. So if God is speaking to us and letting us know what his will is concerning certain things in life, and we are to pray for those things, then we must be led 
and guided by him. We must be know we must know what it is that he has already taught us in the a precept here, a precept there, here a little, there a little, and throughout the days and the weeks and the months as they accumulate, we've learned so that when the things of life do come, and it seems that they want to pop the cork out of our very being because of the amount of pressure, we have come to a place where we are strengthened. He is our strength. That is what they said. That is what the scripture said as far as uh, uh, turning the battle at the gate in that our strength is in him. A spirit, a judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle at the gate. He is our strength. When the Apostle Paul says, uh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, it involved more than just simply uh, having some type of a thought or, or a positive mental attitude and thinking. It involved him being able to truly say, I have been resting in Christ I have been drawing my strength from him. I have drawn my strength from him as he teaches me morning by morning how to speak a word to him that is weary in due season. He speaks a little here. He speaks a little there. A line here, a precept there. Uh, and then that takes us back to what we had started uh, yesterday in the book of Proverbs in chapter 28. In verse 9, he that turneth away his ear from hearing the law. Well, if we turn away our ear from hearing the law, turn away our ear from hearing a precept, turn our ear away from hearing a line, turn uh, our ear away from the simplest little thing that Jesus said, like he told that one blind man after he had anointed his eyes with a spittle or mud, and he went to go wash and he comes back, he, Jesus says, well, how do you see? He says, well, I see men walking like trees. And he simply, this was his command. This was it. Go wash again. That, 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 that's it. That, that is what that man heard. And that is what that man obeyed. But as we read Proverbs uh, 28, 9, He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. But blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and has respect unto God, and not unto the proud, or unto those that turn aside to lies. So we have to learn, we have to learn to distinguish between that which is simply is coming out of our flesh, that which is coming out of our soul, and that which is coming out of our spirit by the Spirit of God being influenced to the degree, just like strong drink influences a person's judgment, even so the Holy Spirit will help influence our judgment, our decision-making processes, and help us come to a conclusion as to how to pray and what to pray for in the time that we need. But we need to be able to hear and not turn away our ear when we are told and when we hear from God what it is that we need to know at that very moment that needs to be prayed. Well, consider this food for thought 
and for the imagination. Remember, the battle can be turned at the gate, but we must be at the gate, and we must also be there, ready with the prayers that are inspired of the Spirit of God to make headway, breakthroughs in our life that are worth praying for. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.